Happy Thursday, Airheads. I'm back and I'm better than ever. Um, I'm actually not. I am not better than ever. I have had far better days than this, but it's okay. I'm gonna get through it like a bad bitch always does. Um, may not though. I may not get through it. I'm just kidding. I will. Anyways, that's, that's the Gemini back and forth twin, um, talking at the moment, but I am just by myself today, so that's kind of sad. I love a guest host because I don't know if anyone has ever said this about podcasts. I'm sure they have, but it's a lot easier, at least for me, to do a back and forth with someone rather than babble on for 30 minutes about something by myself. I think it's more interesting to have more people to talk with than just me, myself, and I, but you know, that's okay or whatever we're just getting through it the best we know how. (laughs) So that's what I'm here to do today is just to talk to you guys alone about something that I would truly like to consider myself an expert on and that's probably like a horrible thing to say but I just feel like I'm really good at it for some reason and I think that I have like worthy advice to offer on the subject although I have to say this and I have to preface almost I feel like I should preface any episode I do by myself with this information but anytime I'm giving advice I just want to state that I actually hate giving advice I don't like when people ask me for advice Um, I personally don't really ever ask for advice, mostly because I know that no matter what advice someone gives me, I'm probably going to do whatever I set out to do in the first place. So that's that. And I think when people ask for advice, what they're really asking for is someone to just listen to them because people are going to follow their heart at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what anyone says to them. And that's just point blank fact. Um, through anything and everything I've experienced in relation to advice. So yeah, just take everything and anything with a grain of salt because we're all different people and we're all going to do different things. And yeah, that's basically that on that. With that being said, um, today's topic is basically how to get through a breakup like a fucking boss. So that is why I have deemed myself the heartbreak champion because I am. I've given the title to myself and that's completely okay with me. But um, yeah, so your relationship's over and now you have to delete all the pictures from your Instagram and um, delete their contact information. Um, you're constantly probably listening to Taylor Swift or Olivia Rodrigo or Adele, something sad, and now you're crying into your pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. But I do have to say, even with all of that, breakups actually, in my opinion, can lead to the very, very best breakthroughs. Now, obviously, you can't really tell that when you're in the early stages and you're really in the fiery pits of your breakup, but you'll eventually notice the shift and it's just the best feeling in the world when you've actually made it through to the other side because truly, the grass is more than likely greener on the other side. So let's just say that. And I think this is a well-deserved title because I have not only been broken up with, but I also have broken up with someone in the past year and a half. So I have experienced both ends of the spectrum very recently. So I actually do, I believe, have a lot to say on this topic. 
Now, we all know that breakups are painful, and even the good ones, like even when it's mutual, it's it can still be a very painful thing, and it usually depends, I'll say, on which side you're on, whether you're being broken up with or whether you're the person breaking up with your partner. I weirdly prefer to be broken up with, and my reasoning for that is because that ensures, that gives me 100% positivity that that person is just not the one for me, because then I'm not left with any regrets or overthinking, because I know that if they don't want to be with me, why would I want to be with them, and it's just super easy, cut and done that way, so I actually prefer it that way. I do not like breaking up with someone, because then sometimes I'm like, well, did I do the right thing? Um, What if that was my person? You know, the what ifs just kill me and I'm such an overthinker. I mean, so badly that it just wrecks me. So, I really prefer to be broken up with because it just gives me that extra little, this person is so not for you and you deserve way better than this. And so, I don't know if a lot of people agree with that. That's probably a hot take, but that is truly the way that I view things. Um, I will say, though, that in my last relationship, I was the breaker-upper and I did not care at all. So, I, I absolutely knew it wasn't the right person for me and I knew that I was just so over it and done that it was really easy to do the breaking up with. So, I didn't really have any regrets or overthinking about that. So, I will say it obviously depends on the person and relationship as well. But that being said, I handle breakups like a fucking boss. Um, luckily, negative things, not only breakups, but every negative thing typically that I've had to deal with in my life doesn't weigh me down for too long. I'm not a grudge holder. I'm, that doesn't mean I forget things though, because I definitely remember. Um, I don't know. I just don't let things weigh me down too long because I'm such an airy, positive person, or at least I try to be. And, negativity just doesn't bode well for me or my personality or anything like that. So, breakups, um, they suck at first for like a few days. Um, Typically, for me at least, I've noticed it's like a three-day process and then I'm back on the prowl. (laughs) I actually hate that. I'm just, you know, I'm back in it. I'm getting my head back in the game. Um, And of course, the first heartbreak is always the worst. I think we can all agree on that. Um, I was only, I think, 15 when I had my first heartbreak, and it was forced upon me, too. So, there was so many things that happened all at once to make it just the worst possible breakup ever that I have ever experienced, I really think, and that's because, um, just to give, like, a short little summary, when you're 15 when you're a teenager really at all, you really, there's a part of you that genuinely believes in that whole fairy tale aspect. Like, that is not a joke. I don't know if that's the same for guys, but it really is like this girl, teenage girl mentality that the person you first have a crush on and the first person that you date is probably going to be the person that you marry. And that's such a false narrative and it's a horrible thing to put in our minds and I'm not sure where we even develop that idea or mentality but it's super toxic because that's absolutely so not true your life is so when you're when you're in high school or when you're a teenager you you just know what's around you you don't know what else is out there and so once you 
do kind of get out and about in when you're an adult it's nothing like your high school or middle school life so it's a total 180 and that was me like I had that mentality and it was it was really toxic like I just swore up and down like that was the person I was going to be with and there was going to be no one else and of course it was the person I lost my virginity to and I think that adds a whole nother level of romanticism to that toxic reality and mentality so that 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 nothing was boding well for that and then this person ended up moving to a whole ass different country and it was super traumatic not only for him because you know he was up and leaving everything he knew but for me because I really really considered him to be the one and that's was so stupid of me and looking back on it I can't really have regrets though because I think that's pretty normal and I was not the only one who thought that but, um, you know, we were still, you know, holding out hopes that we could make it work. You know, maybe I would go to college in this country. I mean, I really was in deep. Like, that's how deep it was. And even his mom was like, you know, you can always stay here and, like, we'll even have a room for you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is just, like, crazy. And finally, my grandma was like, bitch, you're only 15. Like, you... <laughs> have so much of your life ahead of you and this is so toxic and you I'm cutting you off basically like that's literally what she said and she emailed his mom she was like they can't speak at least not for now or for a long time because this can't be good for him and this is surely not good for Isabel and so she legit just pulled the plug on it and without my permission or anyone else's and I don't do do not blame her of course I did at the time and I was so infuriated but it was the best thing she could have possibly did for me because I really would have continued going on with it and it was taking a very negative toll on my life um, but yeah, I literally cried in my bathroom <laughs> for like 12 hours, guys. I was heartbroken. I didn't even know a person could cry that much until that moment. I really was that bitch, okay? I, and I couldn't, I couldn't talk. I was sobbing. I, you know, part of me wanted to die. <laughs> like, I wasn't actually going to kill myself, but part of me literally wanted to because I was like, how can life go on? And it was so end of the world and silly to say the least so that was just honestly really traumatic and I don't know why but I always feel like I have real every relationship I've been in the way that I've met that person and the way that things had ended with that person has never really been like has never been mainstream like I for some reason have really rare things that happen to me with different people and I'm like why why does that have to happen to me but <sighs> I don't know but yeah, it was just that type of relationship where you don't know how you'll go on and you're sprawled out on the bathroom floor and you're not being able to cry like any longer and you can't eat and you can't sleep and it's just like the worst thing ever. So the first is the worst and that's just fact. Um, I've experienced it. So, um, And the only way I truly learned how to move on from that relationship and every other breakup I've had after that I have only moved on by confronting those emotions completely head-on. Like, letting all the crying out and letting all the anger out first. Like, I don't hold anything in. I don't, I don't romanticize anything about it. I deal with it all face first. I dive into it. And that has 
really served as a catalyst for not only like my personal development, but any breakup that I may have in the future because I just know that I know what I'm facing and I know how to deal with it and I know how to adapt to it and I know that I'm going to be okay after it. So yeah, the I, I truly believe the key is to just get it all out. Now, obviously, that being said, I understand that everyone's grieving process is different for relationships, and obviously, give yourself the time, okay? There's no one-size-fits-all time frame, and you have to be over it by this time. I remember when I um, got out of my longest relationship, my sister, who had dated a guy for literally the same amount of time I had, she was like, I can't believe you're over it this fast, like, I, I know that you're not over it, like, trying to impose, like, her grieving process onto me, and I was like, we're just different people, and I know that everyone else is different, everyone else handles things in a different way, so I just would, I just get over things quicker, but it's also because I confront things a lot faster, and that's just the way that I deal with it, I let it all out because that makes me feel better, um, I don't sidestep because I really don't, I really believe you shouldn't sidestep if you're in a breakup, okay? I think you just have to confront all that pain and anger and whatever to really begin your healing process. But point is, my point, my main point is you are not going to feel that way forever. And if you've been through a breakup, which I'm sure all of you have, then you know that it, that pain is not forever, okay? You just have to be patient and you have to trust the process and that whole yada yada, but it's true. And it, even when it's really ugly and messy and you feel like you're never going to get out of it and your life's so tragic and how can you move on and whatever, even when you're feeling that way, you know that you're going to be okay. You have to know that. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion on the way that I immediately handle, like, all of that intense emotion and I just throw it all out as best as I can. Obviously, I'll I'm, I'm one of those people, I would say. Actually, I know that I'm one of these people. I'm a bottle upper. Like, I really let things, things don't get to me and then all of a sudden they do. Like, I will have a breakdown at least once a month of, like, all of the things that have happened that one month that made me mad and just let it all out. And I've really, really tried to improve on that by, you know, talking about how I'm feeling and vocalizing my distaste for things and you know really ensuring that I'm not bottling things up but you know that sometimes gets the best of me so I understand because when I have been in breakups in the past I swear I'm over it and then five months later it for some reason I've been subconsciously building up things and don't get me wrong I'm not saying that I'm some you know goddess when it comes to this stuff like I've definitely had a few breakdowns like I totally thought I was completely over my ex and then like I think nine months into the breakup like we had been broken up for nine months and I was already seeing someone else and seriously seeing someone else like I was in a whole ass other relationship and I got really drunk one night and that was literally all I wanted to do was talk to my ex-boyfriend so clearly I'm not a perfect person (laughs) And if you listen to this podcast, you should already know that I'm not a perfect person. But, you know, I'm trying to humanize myself here because you're not alone. Like, we've all, we've all made mistakes. It's just, what do you do afterwards to improve on that? And I'm not trying to downplay breakups either because, um, in the relationship 
the breakup that I had that was with the guy that I was with the longest, I, no joke, within a week lost 10 pounds. Like, that's how bad the breakup was going. And we hadn't even broken up with. It was the waiting for an answer that took, like, a really huge toll on my mental and physical health. Um, but once that was over with, I was able to get through it relatively quickly. But yeah, I'm definitely not trying to downplay how bad breakups are because been there, done that, shit is not fun at all. But being able to get through it, that's what I want to talk about. So my biggest advice, and again, we talked about the advising, so this is just my two cents. Um, my personal thing is that I have to surround myself with friends and family, um, mostly because that keeps myself busy and I kind of use it as a distraction. I mean, obviously I want to hang out with my friends and family because when you're in a relationship, let's all be honest, um, for a lot of people, friends and family take the back burner. I have always made it a priority in every relationship I've ever been in to balance that out as much as possible because I hate particularly women because I don't know a ton of guys who do this necessarily um, but I'm sure they do Um, I really hate when people drop their friends when they're in a relationship and I could make a whole ass podcast episode about that because it is so I think it's so horrible and toxic and all the bad words in a list I can't stand it so I would never be that friend but after the breakup it's so important to just keep my date card full um not with dates but just with things to do and people to see because that really distracts me from overthinking and like being upset um so and I don't even some people view that as a bad thing they're like okay you're not dealing with it if you're using things as a distraction it's like no actually I am dealing with it because I'm still talking about it and I'm still working through it but I'm also doing it with the help of other people and their ears, their listening ears, and their just presence being there helps me get over it. So I always think that maintaining a close inner circle is fundamental both during and after your relationship because you will want your inner circle to be there for you. And you will want a full social calendar because that's what's going to really boost your morale and keep you going and prevent you from being alone eating that pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Although, nothing wrong with that. Ice cream slaps. Um, And then, I like to call my second tip Operation Clean House. Okay? My grandma is a queen at this. Anytime my sister and I would go through a breakup, she would do it, like, while we were gone without even knowing, and, like, all of the stuff that we had, like, memories and relics of our past relationship would be gone in a box and placed somewhere um, where we didn't know so that we couldn't go back to it, Um, which is great. I never felt the need to ever go back to any of that stuff. However, when I do rummage through, like, our basement to grab things, I'm like, uh, uh, sometimes I stumble across things. I'm like, uh, uh. Um, that's quite literally the sound I make too, in case you wanted to know. But basically, Operation Greenhouse is when you get, gather up all your sentimentals and you throw them in a box and you place them where the sun does not shine, like deep in the back of your closet, in a fucking attic, um, throw it in a dumpster, I don't know. Um, just throw or burn anything that's just too painful for you and place it somewhere where you can't see it because if you see it, you're going to be tempted to like look back and think about it and it's like, no bitch, 
the point of a breakup is for you not to think about that person because they're sure as hell not thinking about you. Odds are not in your favor. So it's just a way for you to reclaim your space and make things your own again, individualize things. Um, my uh, relationship with my five-year relationship, I had shit like all over the place. I had photos, I had stuffed animals, I had presents, even like my AirPods that were gifted to me. I was like, fuck, this man got me in deep. But I reclaim my space in like the craziest way because that's just who I am as a person. Um, Like if a guy has given me jewelry, I don't put that in a box. Like jewelry is an expensive gift. I continue to wear the jewelry that men have given me like past boyfriends and I don't care. People think that's so weird. Like (laughs) this is probably too much for the pod, but um the when I was the 15 that guy that moved away he gave me a promise ring which was obviously another really toxic unhealthy part of that relationship but he gave me a promise ring obviously that promise was broken so by that the ring didn't really mean that much so I still wore it until someone stole it from me in Mexico so I have no shame whatsoever in wearing the jewelry because I'm like I am gonna get the most out of this like this is cute shit like I'm not just gonna throw this in a box um I even took it one step further I I give like really personal gifts like very individualized to that person or like to our relationship in my last relationship I gifted him an ornament and it was monogrammed with like our names on it and it was super cute anyways I took that shit back and I'm still debating it on whether to like just x out his name and put still put it on my Christmas tree because it's a nice fucking ornament and I spent good money on that okay I just hate wasting things like that's probably why but yeah like I just I'm that type of person who just like has shit all over the place so reclaiming my space is really important after a breakup because then I don't you know I don't think about it it helps me avoid thinking about it so that's always just like number one thing to do um I just rip the pictures off the wall tear the band-aid off do what you need to do and on top of that you may need to digitally cleanse actually you definitely need to digitally cleanse and by that you need to ctrl alt delete okay you need to unfollow you need to unfriend and obviously this is going to be hard okay but it's going to be even harder when you have to see things that they post or what they're doing or people they're with okay you just gotta ctrl alt delete that motherfucker do not torture yourself if you don't have to okay you are just prolonging the pain if you avoid doing that okay and by that I also mean you have to stop stalking his snap location, his snap count, his snap best friends, wondering who the girl in his post is, uh, checking his LinkedIn to see whether or not, whether where he's working or what he's doing. Although, <laughs> I, I have to be honest because here we talk honestly. This is an honest podcast. Um, one of my ex-boyfriends... <laughs> My grandma was like, I wonder what he's doing now. And so she looked him up on the internet and his LinkedIn popped up. What she didn't understand, though, was that the computer was logged into my LinkedIn and it showed, I mean, LinkedIn, like, I'm not hidden. Like, you can, I'm not on private mode. So you can see who, like, if I view your profile or not. And obviously she viewed it and clicked on it and clicked on stuff around and she was like oh my god and I was like you have got to be kidding me so to be fair I was actually forced to friend him because I was like I can't just be here um looking at this stuff and not friend him like not for any reason so um she put me in a real bad position 
so <laughs> that was unfortunate but honestly um I don't blame him I'm pretty sure I it either got denied or maybe it's pending I don't know he he hasn't accepted it and I just I was so embarrassed by that but again this is an honest podcast and I need to be honest with you guys but basically what I'm trying to say is just don't do anything that halts the moving on process because if you don't physically and digitally cleanse you're really going to be stuck in a headspace that's surrounding your ex and it's so bad for you and it really prolongs your pain and prevents you from being able to move forward and get your life and shit together so do those things because if you don't it's just shitty i know someone though who takes um cleansing to the utmost level and i talk about it every time i talk about breakups because it just kills me it literally kills me so i was a senior in high school and this guy um was a grade above me so he was a freshman in college and he was dating this or yeah he was gonna get back together with his ex and his ex was in my grade anyways uh she they weren't officially dating yet but she was actually like hooking up with other people and he didn't know about it so my dumbass told my boyfriend about it because i was like whoa because he was friends with him and i was like whoa my boyfriend told the guy and the guy lost his shit and it's probably because he's an aries so if you know anything about aries men you know that fuck you should probably get out of the way um he no joke took everything she had ever given him anything that had any ties to their relationship whether she sat on it wore it whatever he went outside to hit like his front yard um (laughs) took a dumpster like a literal trash dumpster threw all of her shit in it and that would be one thing you know okay i'm just gonna throw this away no 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 no. he took it to the next level because he threw some kerosene in there lit that shit on fire like huge flames and then he took it to the next level because he posted it on snapchat and he was like burning three years of a relationship is the best it's the best feeling ever and i still have the screenshot of it to this day because it was just that crazy so yeah you can cleanse that way i wouldn't recommend it simply because of fire dangers and we're in colorado so we have fire safety laws and hazards here but fuck that shit was wild and i will never forget that and i don't think anyone did whoever saw that snapchat Rule number three of being a heartbreak champion is I always try to keep things in perspective. But now by that I mean, okay, I've been through a breakup before and I got through it and that means that I can do it again. So if you are really struggling mentally, just think to yourself, if you have been through a breakup before or if this is your first one even, just know that so many other people have gone through the same thing and got out of it even better than they were prior to that so that is something i always like to mention just because you know you're obviously hindsight is 2020 so you're not thinking at the time that things are going to be okay but once you're out of it you're like wow okay i am okay and i'm fine and also just keep the breakup in perspective too in the sense that i mean you do not want someone who doesn't want you like you don't you may think to yourself that they do want you or that you want them for various reasons or whatever but truly deep down you do not want someone who doesn't want you or or at least you shouldn't want that for yourself i would hope you guys would want better better things for yourselves um but i always think that 
And also, you know, you don't want to settle. Um, you, people are so worried about, you know, having to go through the what's your favorite color or what's your favorite hobbies phase. And don't get me wrong, I hate that too. I'm in that right now. It's horrible. Um, but I just think that it's better than settling. It's better than just going for things because it's comfortable because that's obviously no way to live your life. And I don't know. I just don't think people should just throw in the towel, um, especially after a, it's been a long relationship. Um, my five-year relationship, I really thought that he did just throw in the towel. And I was like, I don't want someone who is going to give up so easily on a relationship or on me for things that could have been worked on. And that was really frustrating. Um, but it, you know, the people make commitments and promises to each other and I always say don't ever make commitments and promises to each other if you really think you can't keep them because that is what makes a breakup so hard in the end like my boyfriend of five years like literally the day before we broke up um he was like talking about moving in together and like we were really talking about our future and like all this stuff and it really came out of fucking nowhere when we did break up because I was like you were just talking to me about you know expanding our lives together so it's really difficult when you make all those promises so honestly avoid doing that if you can truly avoid it there's nothing wrong with talking about your future like oh it would be cool if this happened but making promises you're really setting yourself up to be horrifically disappointed if you guys end up breaking up it makes things so much worse and so much harder to get over and yeah basically just don't settle for people who can't follow through on their commitments who give up on you really easily and basically for people who are scumbags so yeah that's that's rule number three or four i can't remember i also think that you should just try out new things as a rule like keep yourself busy and avoid feeling isolated or lonely because the minute you do the minute you're going to start thinking about things and that's not good so any opportunity to just focus and work on yourself um, and direct any energy into your goals um, for example when I was broken up with I redirected everything I had into school and my like career project um, career whatever perspectives and like new hobbies especially because it was quarantine so obviously I had a lot of time on my hands so just throwing yourself into things and making yourself busy I think is always really helpful and honestly here's another rule I think you should be getting pumped about being single and ready to flamingo okay being single has more perks than you think I've already made a podcast episode to that so listen to it if you're feeling like you need some advice on that but I mean, let's be honest, you don't have to deal with their snoring now. You don't have to worry about what they're doing now. You know, there's no jealousy anymore, okay? See it as a new chance to start over, but also don't fall into that trap of looking for someone new or a rebound to fill that void in you, okay? Just have fun and don't rush anything because then at that point you're just settling all over again and what's the point in that because that's just silly. And then... I think my last rule and one of the most important is that you just need to treat yourself, okay? 
Do what you can to feel good, both physically and emotionally, whether that is book a vacation, spend some money, get some new clothes, eat some chocolate, whatever. My grandma, um, whenever we were going through a breakup, she would always say, drinks, shopping, chocolate, like which one is going to make you feel better because those are like the ultimate cures. And it also just gives you something fun to focus on or look forward to. And that's always good for when you're feeling down in general. So with that being said, spoil the fuck out of yourself because the best revenge is a happy life. So whatever you can do to make yourself happy, do that. Also, of course, make a good playlist. Like, um, whether that's like Since You've Been Gone or some Avril Lavigne or some whatever. Um, Anything that's going to make you feel better because breakup music is honestly amazing. Off the charts, hits, I mean honestly if you need a playlist I have one for you but yeah that always gets you pumped put on some gangsta rap you know get because you're a bad bitch and you just need to you you just need that in your life okay and uh, what's in that oh of course honestly you have to prepare yourself for the worst parts, okay, in a breakup, especially if you're going through the holiday season alone. Um, so, like, right now, we have some holidays coming up, Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas, Christmas and Valentine's Day obviously being some of the worst, um, especially when you had, like, traditions. I've always had traditions with every boyfriend I've had, and typically it involves, like, gingerbread houses or, like, Christmas lights or whatever. It's really hard to go through those seasons, through a holiday season alone when you did have those things with another person but you just have to stop thinking about like what could have been and the way you can do that is by all the things I've previously mentioned um you know I one time was out drinking with my friends and we had booked a vacation like right after my breakup and I saw something on snapchat and I just immediately started sobbing um because I was like this is just horrible like that was supposed you know that's supposed to be me there like I'm supposed to be there and so things really hit you when you're least expecting it sometimes when you're going through that part of the breakup so this, although, I will say, you can prevent yourself from drunk texting or drunk calling um, if you're holding two drinks instead of one, just a pro tip. <laughs> but really, you just have to prepare yourself for those parts because they are going to happen and it is going to suck, but what are you going to do to get through it? You just have to stay strong, okay? Um, sometimes that may be, you know, forgetting the reasons why you broke up, and of course you're going to feel nostalgic or you may like want to tell them a joke or catch up with them because don't get me wrong, I've been there too because I've said it before and I'll say it again, breakups are the hardest when it involves a partner who was also your best friend, okay? It's a double whammy and it just fucking sucks because those are the people that you do talk to every day and so when you lose your best friend along with it, that really sucks. But those moments are critical because you can't afford to backslide because you're just going to, it's just going to be so disappointing for you and not result in anything but just heart, more heartbreak, which is something you're obviously trying to avoid. Now, obviously, all of these things that I've said are easier said than done and I understand that, which is why you need to have your friends and your inner circle on standby. And you need to remind yourself of the reasons why you broke up, of the valid reasons why you are better off without them, um, why you didn't really like them anyways, because we all know there's things we don't like about our significant others. Um, just do anything that will help 
help hold you accountable in a weak moment because you are going to have weak moments. It's just what can you do to combat that? Like, what are you going to do to avoid that from happening? So, again, ultimately, you can do it. And you have done it, at least probably. And you may probably have to do it again. But you really do get better at it, in my opinion, with every round. Because, after all, you're better off single than being with a fucking dirtbag, okay? Do not tolerate people who don't reciprocate your energy or your love or they just really aren't giving it to you, okay? And I'm going to end this episode with something my grandma always tells me and my sister um, when we're feeling down and out about being single or whether we were in a breakup or whatever. She always tells us, look good, have fun, and act like you don't care. And that is a mantra that I live by in every aspect of my life, and it has helped me get through things beyond just breakups too. So it's just a little tidbit for y'all to remember because if faking it till you make it really does work, and it will help you in a breakup too. But with that all being said, um, you can get through it. You're a fucking boss because you listen to this podcast and that's the only reason no i'm kidding anyways thanks again for listening on another thursday i will be back again next week for another topic and i'm excited about it so you guys know how it goes it's ginger spice and everything nice see ya